Blog Talk Radio. Wealthy Sisters is on the air. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure-earning women of color. Tune in Mondays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time as entrepreneur, author, speaker, Deborah Hartnett showcases the triumphant journey of these powerful sisters. You'll be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278 or listen live 24 hours a day at www.wealthysisters.com. Now, our host, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and welcome to Wealthy Sisters, sponsored by the professional black woman. You can visit us at www.thep bw.com wealthy sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six and seven figure earning women of color and our purpose is twofold first we love to inspire and encourage you the listener and second we need to edify promote and acknowledge and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things i'm deborah hartnett your host broadcasting live on the worldwide blog talk network and today is march 7th. My goodness, Monday, March 7, 2011, and I hope you are as excited about your future as I am because, trust me, it is very, very bright. No matter what it looks like to you today, your future is very, very bright. You know, we are here every week at the same time. That's Mondays at 12 noon Eastern, so we need you to go and spread the word. Wow, can you believe it? We are only 10 days away from one of the most powerful events of our lifetime. We're not talking about uh, um, meetings or programs or spinning our wheels, talking about a meeting to have a meeting. No, 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 no. We're talking about somewhere you can go and get savvy advice, practical application for winning women. That's right. It's the Winter Summit Conference and Expo, a place where you will learn how to locate, make, and keep the money. This is an event that you cannot, I say that again, cannot afford to miss. If you keep sitting on the sidelines, trust me, waiting on it to happen, it will never happen. You're waiting on those ducks to line up. You're waiting for everything to get in order. Trust me, it will not. You know, I love Noel Gordon's song, uh, that song about the ship, waiting on my ship to come in. You know, it's finally come in. Well, one thing about it, when that ship comes in, you still got to swim out to it. It's not just going to come, so you have to go after it. And success is not going to always be convenient. It's not going to always fit in your schedule or your time frame or your timeline. You have to do something extra to have everything you want extra. So we have some of the most powerful women around the world coming together all under one roof. Can you imagine the energy that's going to take place, the ideas that would be birthed from there? And all it takes is one idea to turn your situation around. Not saying that you're not already balling today, but even Bill Gates wants to make more money. So definitely we have other topics to talk about uh, how to use the media to supercharge your business, uh, six-figure selling, learning about the body language and how to read that of your customers so you can close the deal when they're hot instead of talking when they're cold. And also we have one of the leading authorities on financial security who is on the worldwide tour powered by GM Buick. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, only the best for you. So go to the winner's summit.com right now that's the winner's summit like a champion the winner's summit.com right now get registered meet us in baltimore march 17th through the 19th at the marriott there in the inner harbor now speaking of that leading authority well <laughs> you know we only bring you the best here on wealthy sisters and she is here with us today so get ready i mean to tell you get your papers get your pens because this sister is bad 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 to the bone none other than author speaker wealth coach herself miss deborah owens so you know what to do you got to call everybody right now tell them to get on the phone listen 347-838-9278 have them dial 347-838-9278 you can listen live on the internet at www.wealthysisters that's wealthysisters s-i-s-t-a-s dot com tell them they want to dial in right now because we have an awesome show that's going to talk about how you can locate that money and 
have that financial security that you deserve? Or, you know, some questions are out there, is there such financial security? We're going to get to the bottom of it today. So, again, remember to uh, always mark us as your favorite. You can follow us there. You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter. We are on the Internet. We are there to connect with you. So let me just tell you a little bit more about our powerful guest today. See, Deborah Owens is on a mission to engage, enlighten, and equip one million women. Wow, that is powerful. Equip one million women to financially be empowered. She is the author of Confident Investing and Nickel and Dime Your Way to Wealth. Her latest book, A Purse of Your Own, The Easy Guide to Financial Security, was published by Simon & Schuster. And Ms. Owens is the wealth coach on My Generation TV, a lifestyle program which airs on PBS, where she shows everyday people how to behave their way to wealth. And thousands of listeners tune in on a weekly basis to her radio show, Wealthy Lifestyles, which happens to be on the NPR affiliate in Baltimore. She celebrated 10 years on the air there since 2009, and she can also read uh, read about her and learn more about the advice that she has in financial fitness, a columns in Sense Magazine, publication on uh, American Airlines there, and she has done so much, received numerous amount of awards. She's been on tour. I'm telling you, we're excited to have her on our show today, and I'm not going to keep her much longer from you. After we take this short break, you're going to come back and hear from none other than the dynamic wealth coach, Miss Deborah Owens. Stay tuned. This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's www.WillDraike.com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Thermal Coast Publishing. Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Available in stores November 2009. Business leaders, are you ready to soar? Success is not defined by your wings, but by your courage to leap from the cliff's edge and fly. With Fortune 500 expertise, the Beatty Group partners with creative and motivated leaders, weaving structure and innovation for maximum business success. Visit us at thebeattygroup.com. That's T-H-E-B-A-T-I-E group.com. Or call the Beatty Group at 877-264-7699. Would you like to reach quality professionals? Expose your product and services to thousands on a monthly basis. Advertise with the Wealthy Sisters Media Group. Our packages include both on-air and website banner placement. Call our offices today at 1-800-917-9435, extension 803. Or visit our website at www.wealthysisters.com to begin building your brand today. Well, hello, we are live and back on Wealthy Sisters with our dynamic guest today, Miss Deborah Owens, who happens to be the author of A Purse of Your Own. We are so excited that she is one of the featured speakers at the Winter Summit Conference and Expo, which will take place next week in Baltimore at the fabulous Marriott in a harbor right there in Camden Yard. So without any further delay, I want to just introduce everybody today, Miss Deborah Owens. Hello, Deborah. Thank you for being on Wealthy Sisters today. How are you? I'm doing quite well, Deborah, and let me just say to your audience what a pleasure I am to be having a conversation. I'm having a conversation with you today, and I am so excited about the Winter Summit that you, of course, the engineer of such a radical program with so many phenomenal women speakers. I want folks listening to this program to understand that if you are committed to having a purse of your own, then you need to be at this conference where I have the pleasure of speaking along with some other powerful women like Alelia Bundles, granddaughter of Madame C.J. Walker. So thank you, Deborah. Oh, wow. Thank you. I tell you what, I mean, I'm thinking about all of that energy that's going to be there. Uh, I don't know if the roof will be able to contain it. I mean, we have women coming from across the world, from from Belgium, from Paris, from the Congo, Benin, I mean, just to name a few, and, and to right here in the United States. So I know, I know it's going to be an awesome time um, shared there. And the information, I, I just 
absolutely, as you know, love your book, A Purse of Your Own. Tell us, we want to get a little bit, uh, we're jumping ahead of ourselves here. We like <laughs> to always get a little bit of background. You know, I'm so excited today. I'm trying to contain myself, but we love to get a little background on, you know, what actually went into the recipe of what we see today as the powerful Deborah Owen. So tell us a little bit about where you grew up and how you got started in this field uh, today. Well, you know, what I want uh, women listening to this uh, program to understand that, you know, wealth really is a mindset. And so when it Mm -hmm. goes back to where I came from, I mean, I am born and raised from Detroit, Michigan, uh, grew up in the inner city, uh, Mm -hmm. graduated from East Catholic High School, and, you know, early, very early on in my career, you know, I started, I went to college, and uh, my parents uh, had moved to Hawaii, and they, my father was going to be retiring in a couple of years, and they always wanted to go back there. And when I was a, um, a freshman in college, they moved there, and there I was in Michigan at Oakland University, and I said, wow, <laughs> Michigan with the cold or Hawaii, which one would you choose? And so, you know, I moved there And, you know, a few years after moving there uh, Something happened that would change the whole direction of my life And Mm -hmm. how I viewed my life as a young woman And my parents had been married for 30 years And they separated shortly after I arrived in Hawaii And what I saw was my mother, uh, who had lived a pretty solid middle-class existence um, as she was raising her children and really stayed at home until I was in kindergarten before she went to work actually in the factory. And so I saw her life change drastically, and it it was at that point as an 18-year-old woman that I said to myself at that point that I would always have a purse of my own, and mm. since then have really, Deborah, dedicated my life to changing the financial condition of women because what I learned, my mother's situation was the rule and not the exception. Mm-hmm. And so what mm-hmm. people, what women needing listening to this program need to understand is, you know, nine out of ten of us are going to be responsible for our finances. Mm-hmm. We will mm-hmm. either mm-hmm. never... Marry, we will either marry and divorce or divorce, or we our husbands will predecease us and so mm-hmm. as i you know as I went on in my career and gravitated toward the financial services industry, never really knowing why Deborah, you know I am from Detroit, Michigan, I don't come from wealth, I'm the first in my family to graduate from college. And and went into a career in the financial services industry because I wanted to make sure that I was financially secure myself. And as a result of that, then I wanted to make sure that every woman was financially secure and had the knowledge that they need. So that's sort of where I got my start and why mm-hmm. this uh what what I want women to understand is the path that I'm on is very personal. And I say personal the pun is intended. Because mm-hmm. what I know to be true is that even though women are making more money than ever, we're starting business as a at a faster rate, far too many of us uh as African American women more than 40% of us will rely on social security uh, social Security check for our sole source of income. And uh, when we see the current economic climate and the fact that, you know, Social Security may not even be promised to us 10, 15, 20 years from now. So it's important for every woman to have a purse of her own for that reason. Mhm, mhm. Not to mention, I mean, even if it is, I mean, right now if we look at the little mailings that we get. I mean, if we couldn't survive on to 
today's economy with that amount, with inflation and the rate of inflation that is inevitable. We know that it's, it's nothing that we can, any way that we can escape that. How could we expect to live on that, whatever we might get 15, 20, 30 years from now? So it's definitely um, a key thing that we have to look at other ways uh, to to take care of ourselves now today everything is people's focus are all on what's happening in the economy what's happening um the gas i mean every everyone you know you 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 try not to have conversations but some Every now and then, people will slip up, you know, your family or whatever, and they want to track what's the gas price, what's how much is the gas here, what's how today can people still create a financial sense of security, and what is the best way for them to begin doing that? Well, you know, I love that question because I'm interviewed quite often on national programs like ABC News or CNN, and and one of the things uh, I share with people is that I'm very optimistic about the future. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm mm-hmm. very optimistic because in, in my book I talk about the seven wealthy habits. Mm-hmm. And the contest and the framework for that book really is that wealthy people think differently than most people, and wealthy mm-hmm. women in particular or think different than most people. And the fact is that it is during these times of great distress, uh, when the economic when we're in an economic downturn that great econo- great innovation happens. And mm-hmm. so in the book I talk about one specific habit that I, I think we can double click on right now, and that is a wealthy mindset. Wealthy women view problems as opportunities. And so what I want for our listeners to understand is I want you to begin to think about what are the problems that are presenting themselves right now and how can we begin to create solutions around what these problems are and build wealth as a result of that. So, so you know, the, the, the Chinese have a symbol, a character, and that character re- represents crisis, and it also mm-hmm. represents opportunity. And mm-hmm. in, it is in these, this economic crisis when all of us can do a couple of things. Number one, you know, when we're in financial crisis, one of the things we began to think about, okay, is how can we be better stewards of all what we already have? So mm-hmm. to your question uh, about what can people do right now, right, you know, today, to get a handle on their financial situation, it's really to become more intentional about where you're spending your money, how you're spending your money, and whether or not it's really adding value. And what can you do more effectively and more efficiently? You know, organizations are doing that right now, uh, taking a look at, you know, where waste is. You know, we look at government. They're looking at that as well. I think we need to apply that to our own personal finances. So that's the first thing. Where, What can you do today to really uh, eliminate some of the wasteful things that we do, whether it's, you know, buying bottled water for a dollar, spending $3 on, on coffee or something of that sort? What is within your control today? where you can save money because, you know, it's really not how much money you make. It's it's what you do with it that counts. Would you agree? Oh, most definitely, most definitely. I look at where my grandparents were who didn't have education, who didn't have the opportunities, and they were definitely in a much better situation when my grandfather retired than, I'd say, my, my parents' generation um, as well. So, it definitely has a lot to do with what you do with it. I mean, again, they didn't have the credit cards. It wasn't we had to buy things right now. It was we bought it when we needed it. We didn't, have, you know, they just used it and, and spent it differently. And I, I love the point that you brought up, um, intentional, to be more intentional with the way we spend our money. You know, um, a lot of times when we look at this type of, Spending, or we look at, uh, I say, the the way to actually build wealth. It can be a mindset 
where, oh, gosh, I'm afraid to spend money. Uh, I can't live. I can't breathe. Oh, you mean I work so hard I can't enjoy? Are you saying that? Or what What? What are you saying? I am you know, so it, glad you, 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 you brought that up because, no, that's definitely not what I'm saying. What I'm mm-hmm. saying, I, I, the, the point is I don't want you to think from scarcity. I want you to mm-hmm. think from abundance because that is what mm-hmm. wealth is about. Wealth mm-hmm. is about giving not getting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's when mm-hmm. we serve others, when we give to mm-hmm. others, that the whole law of reciprocity comes in, and the natural response is one in which people want to return and and pay us for our own service. So, so I'm not talking about a scarcity mentality. What I am mm-hmm. saying to people is that we already have what we need, and so what I'm saying is that Say that again, back to, Say it one more time. We would. We, we already, already have what we need. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. is what is important, and what we'll be talking about at the the summit at the conference is that we already have what we need. We've now got to identify what those gifts and talents are in order to serve other and th- others, and that is our path to financial freedom. Okay, so when I talk about, I'm talking about intentional, and I'm talking about getting our value system right. And so what I would submit to you is what you just described about your grandparents being in a better place financially is because their values are in the right place. You see, what I want uh, everyone listening to this program to understand is that more money will not solve your problems if you're not being a good steward of what you already have. That's number one. Because the fact is, if you are not managing your resources more effectively right now, simply giving you more money is not going to solve the problem because you're not going to be able to manage that as a good steward. So fundamentally, our values have to be in order uh, so that we can be good stewards, and I call it going back to the future because many of those values around money, about living within our means, about buying what we can afford. You know, when I think about, you know, Go Green, this whole environmental initiative we're in, I think about it from a financial level, and that really Go Green could mean only using cash like our grandparents do so that we can begin to get a handle over mm-hmm. our spending and spending it intentionally. And I think mm-hmm. what has happened in this society is because we have access to other forms of credit, uh, we don't live within our means. We begin to take make choices around what we feel we should have versus what we need. So I think there is a difference fundamentally. And then secondly, you know, or thirdly, one of the other points I want to make is that as it relates to wealth, wealth isn't about spending or the rich and famous. Wealth is making intentional decisions with our resources that basically allow us to make decisions around whether or not it's adding value in our own lives financially and leading us to the path of where we want to go. And so to give you a concrete example of what I mean is that if we're spending money, are we adding value to our own balance sheet, our own statement? Is it increasing our our net worth or decreasing our net worth? Are we making financial decisions that align with really achieving financial security and when and in order to make those kind of decisions, you really got to have some very finite financial goals that you are aiming for so that your decisions put you on what I call the the compass of true wealth or true north as it relies as it relates to your finances. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I want to just kind of switch gears just a little bit and bring in, because, you know, we've talked about we had the dynamic Miss Glenda Bridgeforth um, that we interviewed a couple of weeks ago who's just, you know, you know her, you know how powerful she is and, and the foundation she's laid as well. And she talked about that emotional connector to um, the money as well. And, and you're talking about that too. How 
how do we, when we talk about a purse of your own, because I know a lot of times when we come together, <laughs> sometimes our, our male counterparts might feel threatened. You know, they I even have them now, okay, so there's no testosterone allowed at uh, <laughs> at the Winter Summit. No, 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 that's not it. Everyone, this information is for everyone. Our show, our listeners, uh, you know, is, the, is for everyone. But how do we, in in relationships, uh, define that purse of our own when maybe a person may not be on that same path. You know, women deal with that a lot as well and dealing with maybe the spiritual connection of who is in charge and who's supposed to be here or some of their, you know, beliefs around that as well. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because I'm I'm often asked that a purse of your own, uh, a purse mm-hmm. of your own. What do you mean by that? And what I say mm-hmm. to to a general audience of men is that this message is universal, universal, and it comply mm-hmm. and it and applies to both men and women. But this message is strong enough for a man, but it's made for a woman. I love it. I love it. I love and it. so what I mean by that, even in terms of relationships, and I'm glad, so glad you asked, asked that question because, um, Deborah, as you well know, I'm, I'm on this campaign to financially empower one million women, and the, one of the uh, tactics for achieving that goal is, by, is that I, I encourage women to form purse groups. Mm-hmm. And what purse groups are is five to ten women coming together and reading a chapter of the book, my book, A Purse of Your Own. And in the book, A Purse of Your Own, I, I really describe in a chapter exactly how you form a purse group. Okay, so I just met with a purse group this uh, weekend that was launching, and uh, one of the questions that I got was, you know, well, you know, I know this is a purse of your own. I mean, should I just be looking at my finances or, or the family finances? I'm saying, no, you need to be looking at this holistically in terms of the family finances. And then the next question was, well, what is my husband is on board, isn't on board? And what I said to them and what I say to all women, as a woman who's been married for 24 years and has known her husband uh, for more than 30 What I say to women is that the man is the head of the household, and I have no problem with that. That, that, That's how you keep order, and it's biblical, and and I'm a Christian, okay? But the fact is that the woman is the neck and influences the household. If you look at all the statistics, what you will find, in fact, uh, uh, Dr. Thomas Stanley, who wrote The Millionaire Next Door, one Mm -hmm. of the attributes and the characteristic was that there was a woman who was able to man- 90% of the women actually managed the household finances and had the financial acumen to be a great budgeter. Getting back to my mm-hmm. original point, it's not how much you- money you have, it's what you do with it and you have to manage those finances. But then secondly, one of the points I want to make to women is not only can we influence our families and our husbands, but we can influence it from the standpoint is you don't have to say this is what we got to do. But when you begin exhibiting these wealthy behaviors that I discuss in my book, A Purse of Your Own, what will happen is it will influence your husband. When you start making better decisions around the finances and you begin to uh, uh, start savings accounts, that are which, which, by the way, many of the purse groups are, are doing, putting more money in your retirement plan, having specific financial goals, that will influence your husband, and more than likely you will have a tremendous impact on that relationship financially as well. You know, the major cause of divorce in relationships is stress over the finances. Mhm. 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 That's true. That's true. I mean, you you talk to a lot of people who experience that um I mean, today even with where things are with finding work or what have you, maybe the spouse is out of work or what have you, that is a a huge, huge stress, uh, which is why it's important for us to talk about money. You know, that's one of the other things that I realize people don't like to talk about money. I think we've been conditioned not to talk about it. What's, What's your thought on that? Well, my thought is, you know, my husband and I, we actually do a presentation called Love and Money where we share 
you know, the different, uh, the evolution of our own relationship as me, who's someone mm-hmm. who's been, you know, this financial expert and really managed most of the finances of the household until my husband was sitting in a, a seminar ta- and I was talking about women having no clue as to where the money was. He was like, wow, that's me. I have no clue, you know. <laughs> So as a result of that, he, you know, began to manage his own retirement accounts and that sort of thing. And a couple of years ago, you know, I really resisted him taking over the household finances, and I gave it to him, and I thought, wow, I should have I felt liberated because then he could see, you know, all the different things that had to be done in terms of managing the finances, how we paid for college, where money went in terms of retirement. And so as you're thinking about this in a relationship, it's important for couples to engage and for, you know, uh, 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 delegating the uh, finances to one person is not good. Mm-hmm. And when both can shoulder the responsibility as well as begin to create some very finite goals around where we see ourselves, then you can make better decisions. The fact is, and one of the points I want to make on this call, Deborah, is you cannot change what you will not acknowledge. Mm. And so if you're in any kind of financial difficulty, the first step really is cleaning out your purse. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's taking a financial accounting of where you are right now. Write down everything you owe and everything you own, and it doesn't matter what that number is. What matters is that you acknowledge it so that then you can be able begin to create a plan that takes you where you want to go. Because, you know, we're all at some place in time right now. We can change whatever that situation is beginning with the next step, with the next choice that we make, you know, whether we go out to dinner or whether we don't because going out to dinner is not going to add value or add to our purse, whether or not we're going to, you know, have a house cleaner, you know, because it frees up time. Now, so is having a house cleaner bad? Not not if your time is worth more than paying for that house cleaners, but you can begin to make better decisions when you have put together a plan, and when you have set some goals. And, and Deborah, the fact is, uh, and I talk about it, it in my books, one of the habit is a wealth, wealth, one of the habits is a wealthy focus. And wealthy women have the habit of setting and attaining goals. That's mm-hmm. the key if you want to get your purse in order and create a purse of your own. You have to have financial goals. Those goals then equate to a plan. And what I say to people, you don't have a plan, you're going to be a, a part of somebody else's plan because mm-hmm. you don't have mm-hmm. what I call a wealthy vision for yourself. Mm. And let's talk about that when we come back after this break. If you don't have a plan, you're going to be a part of someone else's plan. Let's give some indicators that either show that we have a plan or we are a part of someone else's plan, talking about investing in ourselves and uh, also whether we are investing for someone else. So we are live on Wealthy Sisters today with our very special guest, author, speaker, wealth coach, Ms. Deborah Owens. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. Do you find yourself overwhelmed in paperwork? Are you struggling with administrative tasks preventing you from doing what you really love? Then consider hiring a virtual assistant. Call M. Alexander and Associates Incorporated toll free at 1-877-894-0564 or join them on the web at www.iwillassistyou.net. Hi there, this is Bill Lee. I'm a voice talent and I want to work for you. Just email me at bill at billlee.net. For God so loved the world. We've probably all heard the start to this verse, but what does it really mean in our daily lives? At FedEx, we understand you want a partner who can help you go global. That's why FedEx delivers next business day by 10.30 a.m. from more major international cities than any other express carrier. FedEx. Another day, another dollar saved. Are you seeking stronger partnerships to leverage your strengths? Need to develop more winning strategies of success? 
Ready to increase your knowledge in the areas of investing, marketing, health and wellness, and the Green Initiative? Then join us for the second annual Winter Summit Conference and Expo, March 18th and 19th, 2011. Meet hundreds of professional women from all over the world who provide savvy advice, practical application for winning women. Reserve your space today at www.thewintersummit.com or call 1-800-917-9435, extension 805. We are live and back on Wealthy Sisters. Yes, we have none other than Mrs. Deborah Owens, who is the author, speaker, wealth coach, and a featured speaker at the Winter Summit Conference and Expo held next week, 10 days away. Go to thewintersummit.com. You've got to be there. You have to be there. You cannot afford to miss this event. Drive, get there, fly there. Trust me. The women who attended last year, they have written books this year. They started businesses. Some have stepped out uh, full-time into their business. You, I have seen nothing but increased power. We have more than half of the registrants who attended 2010 who are already registered for this year's event. So that should give you some indication of how powerful it's going to be. Go to thewintersummit.com, get registered, so you can see Ms. Deborah Owens, who's our special guest today, live and in living color. She talks about having that purse of your own. So, Ms. Deborah, you were talking before uh, break about, um, you know, the having the purse of your own and the importance of uh, strategizing, knowing uh, how to create that plan or whether you are a part of someone's plan. Can you give us a little indication or some indicators, shall I say, to, for us to determine whether we have a plan, we're working that plan, or whether we are a part of someone's plan? Oh, that's a, that was a great question. I love. This is how you'll know whether you have a plan or you're part of someone else's plan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone will ask you to do something financially. Maybe someone will ask you for a loan. Okay. And maybe you'll know this. And I had a sister say this to me, and it just broke my heart. She mm. said, um, "I will know that I can't help someone." but I will jeopardize my own finances, my own financial security, because I feel like that I'm supposed to be to help somebody else. Okay, now mm-hmm. here's the deal. That's mm-hmm. how you know you don't have a plan, okay? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if you have a plan already, when someone asks you something, you'll be able to say, no, I've already committed that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. so do you understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because mm-hmm. you have already put together a budget, you have your resources allocated, and if someone asks you for something, you will then, if you have a plan, only give what you can afford. Mm-hmm. You will not be open to being guilted, okay, into mm. something. Oh. You know, oh. you will not find yourself saying yes when what you really wanted to say was no, and the reason you said yes was because you didn't have a plan, all right? So now mm-hmm. you're a part of someone else's plan, and I got I want sisters to get this, is because that's when you feel really devalued, okay? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you find yourself in a situation where you didn't want to be because you couldn't say no. No, N-O is a complete word, and you don't have to feel guilty about it because Mm -hmm. what you're doing, and I want sisters to get this, you are valuing yourself. That's Mm -hmm. very, very important, and what I would say to you, it's liberating when you begin to do that. Wow, and it's devaluing ourselves when we do the opposite, when we when we use that guilt, which is oh my gosh, it is so <laughs> that is such a major issue. I, I had uh, Dr. Tracy Lynn, who will be at the Winter Summit as well at the Millionaire Luncheon, and she said when I interviewed her last year, she said when I got over, I no, she said no, correction, I'm correcting myself. She said when I was delivered from people. And what they think and what they thought, because I think that's one of the main reasons why we feel we have to give or we are afraid to say no for fear. I know in my case, for fear of what they would think 
oh, they, you know, she's not helping, she's not real, or she's, you know, what have you. You know, we go into that mindset. But to be liberated, to, to be free, to be who you are, and to have that plan, like you said, if it's not in the budget, it's just not going to happen. Well, here, so, here's my point, though. Freedom yeah. ain't free, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Financial freedom is not free. Mm. You said it right the first way. Freedom ain't free. I like that. <laughs> okay? Right. And and I That's want right. women to get this. To be of service to mm-hmm. others mm-hmm. does not mean that you give it away from free for free. Mm-hmm. By the mere fact that you're adding value to others, their nas- their 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 inclination should be then to reciprocate. Exactly. And it doesn't have to be monetarily. I mean, think strategically about collaborating with one another and how you can help someone get to somewhere where they want to go with some kind of valuable resource, okay? Maybe it's relationships. Maybe it's trade. Maybe it create a win-win situation because when you create a win-win situation where everyone feels valued, that that is the key. That mm-hmm. is the key. Mm-hmm. And as women, oftentimes, and the reason that we're, you know, societal norms uh, uh, constantly put women in a place where they feel like they they aren't of value. Mm-hmm. And that's why we end up with, out a purse of our own and a little coin purse with a with a social security check in it because we have not understood this one principle and that we have to create our own wealthy vision for ourselves that we mm-hmm. were all put here uniquely with purpose with a reason to serve others and when we figure out what that is that our that is our path to financial freedom but we have to value ourselves, and we have to become more valuable. And that <laughs> means sharpening the saw, increasing our competencies, learning how to be more financially uh, astute and aware so that we're making good decisions with the blessings that come into our lives that are decisions that ultimately lead to wealth and financial security. Oh yeah. I mean, you you are talking some heavy stuff here. I mean, it's it's not so heavy that it is not simple to understand. It's just it's just some powerful concepts that you're talking about. And I know one of the questions I wanted to ask you today was what are some of the most common mistakes that women and again, we're not leaving the brothers out, um everybody, but we're talking about women today. What are some of those five mistakes that women make and am am I is it safe to say being attached emotionally to this could be one of those mistakes as we okay, kind of leading from mistake. our conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, the first mistake I want to say is many women are carrying counterfeit purses. Mm. Okay, mm. and I want women to get that. <laughs> and that's true. <laughs> All right? Okay. I'm not talking designer knockouts. I'm talking counterfeit purses as a metaphor for making unwealthy decisions. Okay, mm. decisions around looking good, you know, driving a, a, a too expensive of a car, not having a home, I mean, or buying too much home, or, or maybe uh, uh, living in a place where we're putting too many resources to it, and it's not adding value in our lives. So as a result of that, we mm. end up without anything, okay, mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. that's the first thing, carrying a counterfeit purse. Secondly, we do not put into our purses first. We don't pay ourselves first. The first thing we have to do before we, I mean, we want to tie. Let me, I'm a Christian, so I got to mm-hmm. put that out there, all right? But we mm-hmm. have to put our something in our purse first, okay, before mm-hmm. we pay anyone else. I'm glad you mentioned that. Okay. Bottom line, we got to put it in our purse first. Third, we're accumulating debt. 
okay? Mm-hmm. Debt can be used to leverage, and myself included. I mean, I'm an entrepreneur, and, you know, unfortunately, sometimes my clients don't pay before the bill is due. Right. All right? Right. But the fact is that debt is like a hole in your purse. Right. And you feel it because you're putting money in it, but guess what? It's not filling up. Right. And most times the reason for that is because of how those finances are being managed. Right. Okay. Another mistake. We almost, um, how can I say this? We become, we allow ourselves to become obsolete. Hmm. Now, what do I mean do by mean? that? What I mean is what yeah. we did 10 years ago ain't going to work today. Oh. All right? Do you understand okay. what I'm saying? So, so what I'm that means that is Facebook. we I'm not thinking about that Twitter, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So we have to sharpen our saw. All right? Uh-huh. We have to continue to increase our competency, okay, whether it be returning to school and getting a degree, whether it be uh, a new certification, whether it be updating our website with social media so that it's relevant, whether Mm -hmm. it be sharpening our communication skills, whether it be going to conferences like we're talking about now because wealth building is a team sport. Mm -hmm. Get this? Wealth building is a team sport. We can't Mm -hmm. do it on our own, own, and that's the last thing. We think we can do everything on our own, and the fact Mm -hmm. is we have to build a team Mm-hmm. We have to collaborate with other people who mm-hmm. shore up our weaknesses, and together mm-hmm. we can accomplish a lot more together mm-hmm. by building a team strategically with other people who can bring to the table those things that we do not have. We do not have to compete. We can complete one another. That's it. That's it. That's it. I know um, one of the, the, the ladies in our chat room said that um, when you talked about carrying that debt and, and educational debt, well, she says, uh, we, you know, we have a lot of debt from the educational system. And in my opinion, that that is a trick, <laughs> definitely. You know, how you invest in your education, of course, that we've got to be wise in how we do that as well. Uh, Absolutely. Do you have any comments on and, that? And, <laughs> you know, there's... there's I'm sorry, go ahead. There are a lot of people who've taken on debt. You know, they financed mm-hmm. their education, but they financed mm-hmm. it using those loans for more than their tuition was even worth, okay? Mm-hmm. You've got to be strategic about everything you do. Maybe if you're listening to this program and you return, want to return to school, maybe you need to get with some kind of corporate organization that will pay mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. school, okay? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about, being strategic. Maybe it's mm-hmm. about researching organizations that will that can point you in the right direction that if you have loan debt where you can get with like the government or teachers role maybe you got to do that a couple of years to pay that debt off we have to be strategic but again we got to figure out where we are figure out where we want to go and then we've got to come up with the strategies and the tactics to get us there mhm mhm it is so important to do that investing um, in ourselves, and I see that we have. I mean, the the response for the conference has just been amazing. Like I said, it's overwhelming. Women coming from all over, literally the world. And one of the things that has struck me the most about the women who are traveling from Africa, uh, it's a group of um, uh, French Africans who are ready to do business with African American women, and and I mean, they just found out about the. Conference probably about three weeks ago, <laughs> several of them, and they're doing all they could do, getting visas. I mean, have purchased registrations because they are hungry. They, you know, they understand the importance of investing uh, and getting that knowledge. And a lot of times, when we spend money on education, you can come to an event, you can meet someone, like you said, at this conference that you can link up with that has all the information you need. Maybe you can do some work for them, build a relationship. So it's all types of ways that you can get education. It doesn't have to be that traditional way um, that's going to cost or put you in further debt. Would you agree? I definitely agree. But at the same time, what I want to say to women is 
you can be strategic about how you get that degree or anything. Mm-hmm. There are all kinds of pro- there are all kinds of programs and access mm-hmm. access to funding and scholarships and all different kinds of things. But you gotta do the work. Do the work. Okay. The bottom yes. line is you gotta yes. decide. Here's the deal. Yeah. You gotta decide what you want. Okay. And that making a decision that goal in itself. All right. Mm-hmm. And then you got to tell other people about what it is you want. See, if you don't have a mm-hmm. goal, you somebody asks you what you want, you can't even convey it, right? Right. So right. you've got once you have a goal, then you can convey it, and then the world will conspire with you to get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's a spiritual that, concept. Yes, but but the thing mm-hmm. is, you know, ASK. You know, I don't have to squ- mm-hmm. quote scripture here. This may not, not mm-hmm. be the audience for. <laughs> But, right. you know, ask, seek, right. and knock. Right. The fact is, most of us haven't asked, okay, so a result, as a result of that, we can't seek and tell other people. So oftentimes we're not even knocking at the door. We've already talked ourselves out of it. Mm-hmm. Wealth is an inside job. And when you talk about the concepts that I'm talking about, you know, my whole uh my whole perspective changed, Deborah, when I returned to grad school to get my MBA. Okay, because mm-hmm. I was talking about personal finance, and somehow it just wasn't getting to people. It wasn't kind of reaching people where they needed to be at their core. And so, this mm-hmm. conversation that I want to have with women about wealth that there's a difference between wealth and income, and when we begin to understand what that difference is then we begin to make decisions that allow us to build wealth and become financially secure. That's mm-hmm. the key. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Make better decisions, make better choices, and be a, aware that we don't have to do what the masses are doing. No, wealthy wealthy women think the opposite of most women. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What? one of the most prominent women in your lives, you know, from history that you really have uh, got a lot of inspiration from? You know, that's a that's a great question. That's a uh, 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 that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Historically, there are so many. You know, mm-hmm. it's interesting that Madame C.J. Walker came up. Alilia Bundles is going to be there talking about that legacy, and one of the habits is a wealthy legacy. And mm-hmm. she was one of my inspirations because what I loved about Madame C.J. Walker was she was, it was not about her. It was about right. changing the financial condition of all women. Okay? Right. What people don't know is, she created the whole direct selling uh, Industry. Uh, framework. <laughs> yes, she did. Uh, with she women sure did. going door to door. I mean, we hear about Mary Kay and Avon, but Madame C.J. Walker, she, she created that. All right? That's right. That's right. And so that's, and, you know, women were able to collaborate. They were able, she identified a need. She created a wealthy vision. But not only did she create a wealthy vision for herself, she created a wealthy vision for other women to come Mm -hmm. along as well. And so, you know, as I talk about the Appurse of Your Own campaign and changing the financial conditions of women, that's the same model, if you will, the model through which women get together and they figure out how they can get their financial house in order. They're talking about it. They're accountable. They're being supportive of one another. I really want to encourage women to go to my website, DeborahOwens.com, and learn about the Purse campaign. But more importantly, if they want to learn more about it, get more information. I'm excited about coming to the Winter Summit and being there. I'm going to be sharing these same concepts, but in their totality. Two women at the concert, I mean at the uh at the uh conference and I and I want women to come. I mean, I know um I a lot of people that follow me are coming there the Winter Summit. You know, I know women can come to the wintersummit.com and it's the it's important to come not just for to hear the speakers, but with the other women in that room who you right. can connect with and begin to collaborate with and who can, you know, it might be one spark. It might be seeing one other person's business model that helps you to just do that little shift. And oftentimes 
That's all it is. All it is is a shift. You know, going back to my original statement, we already have what we need. We do already have what we need. But when we go out, when we connect with other people, when we network, it can give us just that one spark, that one idea. You know, Thomas Edison, one of my all-time favorites, uh, talk about, uh, uh, um, you know, historical figures, Napoleon Hill, author of Think and Grow Rich. I love his stuff because it's so relevant today, mm-hmm. as relevant as it was in the early 1930s. But, you know, one of the things he talked about in his book was Thomas Edison, you know, 10,000, 10,000 yes. experiments before he came up with that. And what I would say to people, oftentimes, it's not that we don't have what we need, it's just that what we need is perseverance and endurance, and it's that just that one little stri- strike of the match, that one little spark that can take us from where we are, where we are right now to a tra- trajectory through which we're going to just have phenomenal success with it. Mhm. I mean, I'm loving this, loving this. You, if you've just tuned in, you are listening to Deborah Owens, who is author, speaker, and a wealth coach. Uh, she is, like we say, a leading authority on how to create a financial security plan for yourself. Uh, she's going to be at the Winter Summit. Deborah, your website again is www.debraowens.com, correct? That's correct. And that's she spells it com. like Deborah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go that's ahead. right. D-E-B-O-R-A-H. We have we, the, the biblical spelling. And that's, that's Owens, right. O-W-E-N-S. And, you know, I, I also want to invite women to join this uh, Purse of Your Own campaign. I mean, if you've got five to ten women, that those same women you go shopping with, I want you to become, get create a purse of your own, get smart about money, and, and they can learn all about it on my website that's at DeborahOwens.com. And that's how you uh, – one of the ways you, you help make – Creating a financial plan or getting control of your finances fund is with those uh, purse of your own groups, huh? Oh, yeah. I mean, we've got purse groups being interviewed on TV. These women have uh-huh. paid off debt. They're investing uh-huh. in their retirement plan. That's how you make it fun. And you hold each other accountable, and you cheer each other on. And then you see other people going from, you know, maybe being in debt. I mean, we've got a woman who was mired in debt, about to lose her home, uh, was able to do a modification of her loan, is investing in a retirement plan. I mean, we can do this, but we don't yes. have to do it alone. And that's what the yes. first groups are about, really helping women understand that you can have support and accountability and reach your financial dreams. But the key is to get started. That's right, to get started. I love it. Don't wait on the ship to come in. Go after it. Get started. Well, you have just heard Ms. Deborah Owens, author and speaker, wealth coach, and uh, she can be visited at www.deborahowens.com and also a purseofyourown.com. Is that correct, Deborah? That's correct. Purse of your own. All right, and she's going to be featured at the Winter Summit, so definitely you want to be there. Get to the website right Right now, get registered at www.thewinnersummit.com. She and some other dynamic speakers are going to be there to help ignite, uh, to to change, or just to to give you an opportunity to have some fresh thoughts on how you can increase that wealth, how you can locate that money, how you can make it, and how you can keep it. So once again, Deborah, it is always a pleasure having you on our show today. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of the Winter Summit, and we look forward to seeing you in other cities. What, what other cities are is that road tour on? You have about oh, the 30 road seconds. tour. We're you on our way us. to Massachusetts, uh-huh. to North Carolina, to uh-huh. Texas, to California. Uh, please, please join uh, the. Just sign up for the free e newsletter on DebraOwens.com, and you'll hear all about where we're going. Hopefully we're coming to a city near you, but love to see as many women as possible at the Winter Summit because if you're ready to get your wealth on and to create a purse of your own, you don't want to miss this event. That's right, and you can see that awesome uh, power by GM. I and mean, we got some nice luxury cars here in the U.S. today, so 
powered by GM. You get a chance to test drive it at the Winter Summit. Definitely want to do that as well. We've got some great grand prizes for you. So once again, stay tuned next week. We'll have another dynamic speaker who's from the Winter Summit Conference and Expo. We're looking forward to it just 10 days away. Thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you to everybody in the chat room. And we will see you next week. Continue to have a powerful day. Thanks so much. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters, brought to you by the professional black woman, turning your concepts into cash. Join Deborah Hardnett, our host next week, as she interviews another powerful, progressive, and positive sister, and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. That's www.wealthysistas.com.